Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party in Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? Very happy to be here, Shay, as always. Wow. I mean, we took, we recorded early mm-hmm. last week. The day that we get on our business trip, the whole world explodes yes. in the Apex scene. Today we are breaking down probably the biggest leak to ever hit Apex Legends. And we're going to be talking about the future of Apex Legends because of it. Before we do that, though, we want to make sure you join us on Discord to ask questions for the podcast, chat Apex, find teammates, and receive third-party updates. Link is in the description. If you are tuning into this episode uh, Saturday morning, make sure you also tune into the third-party invitational on Twitch. You're, you're checking us out on socials. We'll be doing that with all of our patrons. This is a Patreon-exclusive benefit for those that support the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. And there's so much more. You know, you sign up on Patreon, get extra episodes, get to participate in private episodes, you get exclusive access to Shay and I on Discord. It's really cool, and it helps keep the show going, building out our team. Yeah, 100%. Let's dive right into it, man. Straight into it. This is the largest number of leaks of all time that has hit the Apex Legends community via Reddit, and there is a lot to cover. These leaks span contents over the next handful of years, and this stuff... I think we find very interesting. By all means, though, this content is not for everyone, and we totally respect that. So if you want to skip, honestly, we say the timestamps in the description, but this episode is going to be all leaks the entire day. So I would probably just wait till next Wednesday if you don't want to listen to links and click away now. Uh, The other thing to take note of that's really important is we're looking at things in very early development. This is so far out. A lot of this stuff needs to be taken with a grain of salt. It is bound to change. Things are going to be tweaked uh, at some point in time. But still seeing some of the ideas that are coming out of the development team and a bit of the roadmap is quite interesting. So let's get into it. Final warning, if you don't like leaks, take a pause on the episode. I'll catch you on Wednesday for some awesome news. Okay, we're going into it. So we got leaks, which include a new map, map updates, weapons and most importantly nine new legends people have estimated this content is going to span over 27 months and it's going to keep us talking about apex until 2025 to put that in perspective of how many leaks we got and we're looking at a season by season breakdown dude what are you thinking man this is crazy so many so many leaks (laughs) it's massive definitely unprecedented we had kind of an internal leak happen prior to season five Mm -hmm. where we got to see a little bit of what the roadmap was for the next handful of legends this is way bigger than that it's you know the scope of it is much larger um it's important to note a few things number one this is not from what we understand to be a hack or a data Mm -hmm. mine this is kind of an internal source leaking information it's not great in terms of ethics you know it's disappointing we kind of edge on the side of being open to hearing about information that comes out that's in the game Mm -hmm. files you know data miners are there it's public information if it gets released a little bit early because there's you know stuff in the game we consider that to be okay and interesting to look at 
when it's internal members of the team that are kind of pushing stuff out and it seems kind of not super nice to the game and intentionally wrong, it's not as happy. We're still going to go into this because it's so fascinating and it spreads so quickly that we think people need to know. But that's I think that's fair. Second thing. Yeah. The second thing is this is so much content that not only is most of it almost like guaranteed going to change, a lot of it could be scrapped entirely. Like none of this stuff is guaranteed, even in concept. We're going to talk about a lot of legends. I love so many of the concepts and abilities, but many of them will change. But also many of these I think will never see Mm -hmm. Apex. And that's important to to note because this is exciting. This is internal. This is like being in development. It's official. These are not concepts. They're in the game. But at the same time, these are not something you should hold on as a promise and say, oh, I can't wait for XYZ Legend when they come out because they might never come into the game. Totally. I think that is very fair statements to say. Um, And yeah, like we said, take it with a grain of salt. It's just interesting to see kind of some of the early concepts and what's going to happen and or what could potentially happen. We're going to go through the legends. Um, I, I honestly, like, I think we'll kind of rifle through these. Like we can talk about them quickly, each one. And I think there's two, maybe three at the end that have more data behind them that we're going to talk about. Those are towards the end, but let's start with conduct. And we're going to say the name of these. If these ever come to the game, Odds of them staying the same are very low. This is a support legend, though, called the Emphatic Shielder. So we got some abilities. Oh, man, it's going to test me on pronunciation today. Capacitance passive. You recharge your own shield, and you recharge faster if an ally is near. Tactical arc flash heals allied shields via your own. Alternating current ultimate. Arc cluster bomb damaging enemy shields. Heals conduct shields. Interesting concept. We've talked about this a little bit in concept with legend concepts, having a shield focused legend outside of Watson. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I love support legends. This idea of being able to recharge faster if allies are near, saying you want to be with your team, mm-hmm. not only to perform better in a battle royale, but also to help yourself recover. Yeah. I love that idea. I think a lot of the inspiration for a legend like this actually comes from the Monarch Titan ability in mm-hmm. Titanfall 2 called Energy Siphon, where you could take shields away from uh, enemies, but you could also shoot it at allied uh, Titans to give them energy and shields. Yeah. Sounds a lot like this tactical, and I like it. It sounds really cool. It's a really cool concept. Next, we got Scryer, a recon legend known as the Haunting Stalker. Uh, For abilities, we got the Spectator passive, automatic optic haunt and spectate your killer. Interesting. Don't really know. I mean, this is what we're going to get into. There's lines of code being taken from this. Some of this stuff doesn't make a ton of sense. And then we got optic haunt is the tactical Parasite trap, which reveals the target's vision. So essentially what I'm hearing is use the tactical, you get into their, somebody's optic, and then you can use your passive to see what they are seeing. So very interesting recon idea. Then you got a shadow wall ult, and it's a wall of darkness, blocks line of sight and blinds, 
Valorant is kind of what I start to think about with that in terms of bringing up a wall in some way, shape, or form. You know, we think about recon and the difficulty of crypto, like having to get out of your own perspective, not being able to move, mm-hmm. to see the perspective of an external third-party thing like a drone or an enemy player. I remember very early on in the podcast, we were doing a legend concept where we had a concept, I believe, that was trying to put up surveillance cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had the idea that there would be a pop-out window where you'd be able to see what the camera sees uh, so that you could still walk around, do your thing, but you'd be able to have that and monitor it. I would really like to have someone like that for this, yeah. to be able to at the same time see, okay, I trapped that enemy. I can see what they see. They're coming this way. I'm going to be able to monitor that while also repositioning or shooting at them, whatever. I think that'd be really valuable, but I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. Like another mini map, though. That'd be kind of cool mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Next, we got another support legend, Caliber Apex Arms Dealer is the name of the, t- of the legend in a way, the tagline. You got the passive of Weapon Sling. You can carry a third weapon. You access it via your inventory or the H button. You got a suppressor turret as the tactical, a makeshift turret base on your active weapon. Uh, it's not very accurate, but it includes care package weapons. was shown uh, by using a Volt SMG on it in the, the video. Uh, you got auto loader as the ult deploys an ammo box, which feeds ammo directly to nearby players' weapons. So essentially think of it as a gold mag for everyone is the assumption that's being made here. What are your thoughts on that one? This is an interesting idea. So I love this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth is, this is a really simple legend like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. structure. Um, and I like to see that because we've had some abilities where nice. we got like five passives like lately. Yeah, it's not super out of the box. This is pretty straightforward. Um, that doesn't mean it's more likely or less likely. Yes, yes. Um, but I like this idea a lot. You know, this is a gun game, a support legend that helps other teammates fire their weapons. Um more mm-hmm. uh, essentially by reloading them automatically giving them more ammo that's strong that's strong mm-hmm. and having three weapons is overkill you know like that's maybe too much having two in this game definitely feels like more than enough not enough people swap their current weapons in a fight so you give somebody a third almost what are they going to do with it mm-hmm. but oh my gosh, the potential power you could unlock by having a third weapon, especially if it's uncapped, yeah. it doesn't have to be a shotgun or a pistol. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking unlimited ammo. Unlimited like power. <laughs> two LMGs, one AR, two ARs, two. Yeah. Like, you could do a lot of stuff here and being able to swap and really have a weapon for any situation. And what I like is I never use shotguns. I don't <laughs> like them very much. If I could have a third weapon, I would probably pick one up. And then if I had the shotgun bolt or I found it, I'd be more comfortable using it. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm never picking up any type of shotgun mm-hmm. unless I have a purple shotgun bolt. This legend, in theory, would allow me to pick it up because it doesn't take up yep. one of my two very important spots. Honestly, the worst part about this legend to me is how do you balance MNK versus controller if you have to go into your inventory yeah. to use it versus just being able to press a key on an MNK setup. That's tough. Mm-hmm. I honestly, like if you carried a third gun, but you couldn't access it unless you had to go in the menu, 
wouldn't ever play the legend on controller. And I think there's workarounds for it, but we are pretty maxed out on our controller currently in terms of buttons that we can use. So the Ghost Recon games, they have you have three weapons. Yeah, long and how press. they'll do it is mm-hmm. you can swap. Yeah, you swap between your primary and secondary with a press of Y or triangle, but then you either long press or double tap Y or triangle in order to get access to the third weapon. Mm-hmm. I think that works great. Yeah. And if this happened, that's a guarantee in my mind. There's no way that what this is saying would actually come true. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely hope so. I I still get frustrated with the Ghost Recon system as much as I love it, where I'll accidentally slip to something. Yeah. So like, I just wonder if there's enough UI capability and enough mm-hmm. kind of uh, quality of life to be able to pull this off. Even though I really do like the idea. Um, next legend, Jester. This one does not have an icon to identify its class right now. Uh, code name Tricky Trapper. Abilities, you got a rewire passive. You can turn any nade into proximity mines and you spawn with a frag. Spectre drop is the tactical. It's a drop pod with three specters on a guard position. And cloak field ultimate, short living field which cloaks players inside. Cloak disappears in six seconds after leaving the area. My oh my, I'm going to really be frustrated trying to play Mirage when I get somebody that like turns invisible. This legend is absolutely cracked. Yes, they are. <laughs> um, extremely powerful. I mean, the ability to create a proximity mine uh, every single game. Regardless. When you go into a building, mm-hmm. you are going to put a grenade by the door. No cooldown either. Like, yeah. you can just so as many just of them as you want. cranking these out. Mm-hmm. And that's very powerful no matter what the UI looks like. People just aren't used to that. Mm-hmm. We're three years into this game. People aren't going to be able to adjust very quickly to playing against landmines. Yeah. Like that's a big component and it being so free, like you said, no cooldown, just, you know, lootable. That's big. A tactical that allows you to bring in three robots As to protect defense, you. defense, yeah. What in the heck kind of insane tactical is that? That's like a Gibraltar tactical there. <laughs> Completely like OP. <laughs> and then the ability to be cloaked for six seconds is awesome. Even in kind of a, a small environment in a small radius, wow, that's powerful. Very powerful legend, 100%. This would be an interesting one to see come into the game in some way, shape, or form. I think we will see some tweaks. Uh, next legend, Phantom. That's another support, the Agile Assassin. So t- thinking like an assassin support, maybe. Um, Abilities double jump is the passive. So obviously, you double jump. Hook shot is the tactical. You hook to the wall and hang off of it for some time. Uh, noted that Titanfall kind of has the same ability that they're probably pulling from in some way, shape, or form. And they got the Brazil Void Grenade as the ultimate. A grenade which sends targets into the Brazil Void for a short period of time. What's the Brazil Void? Because I start thinking about like you're going to the beach if you go through this grenade, and I could think of worse punishments when we're comparing to like a black hole that Horizon's got going on. Yeah, that's strange. I don't know what to make out of that. Um, the rest of the kit, you know, this is kind of a, a pilot kit yeah. uh, in many ways, with the double jump and the wall hang. Um, the cool thing about wall hang is the fact that you're able to perch mm-hmm. and either snipe uh, or kind of shoot from angles that you normally wouldn't be shooting from so you can catch enemies by surprise. Um, You're very exposed uh, 
with an ability like this. There's another ability in Titanfall that has been called to come into Apex for a long time, Hover. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like Valk, um, that she can hover a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hover in Titanfall was really, you're staying still. Yeah, you know, slow. You stop yourself midair. Yeah. And you are so, so vulnerable uh, with someone like that. Mm-hmm. Hook shot, being able to hang off a wall. There's no cover there, you know? Like, it's something that you could use on occasion. It's not the most broken tactical ability in the game, and I'm surprised that it is a tactical and not built into the passive. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Next, we got one we can talk about a little bit more because we got some previous leaks about this one, and it's called Vantage, a recon, the survivalist sniper, potentially linked to the old leak of Hawk. Uh, abilities, you got a sniper kit passive. You tact- when your tactical info... When you're ADS zoomed, unarmed, or in long range scopes, you will see like legends' names, shield levels, squad size, the distance they are from you, a ton of recon and ton of intel while being in ADS. You got Echo Launch as the tactical, which is described as a crypto drone, but you can order it to move by tapping Q. Um, That'd be a sad nerf to crypto. And then you got Mark to Kill Ultimate, a custom rifle with a scanner and damage boost for a squad, damage doubled for vantage on successful hits. Team gets 15% damage boost on marked targets. Uh, note is coming with this one that we may see this character soon. Her model is ready, but not yet polished. I love vantage. I really Sniper. love this. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of recon that you get with the scope passive Mm -hmm. idea i love sniping in apex is underrated it's Mm -hmm. very different from other shooters in that you're not really looking at one shot kills you know but all the snipers are so fun to use Mm -hmm. that i love it not a big sniper in other games but in apex i do enjoy it when i get to do it this is a great passive the tactical yeah it is a ripoff crypto but what a cool idea to be able to have some sort of recon Mm -hmm. drone go to an area without having to reposition it manually. Yeah. You know, I like the idea that you could kind of point, say, hey, drone, go over there, and then Echo goes over there. For something like this, I would more so want to see like a ping on the minimap if mm-hmm. enemies were there. I don't necessarily need wall hacks for something like this when you could use it to scout areas or go kind of guard a building almost yeah. to see has anybody come up behind me i don't know maybe mm-hmm. i'm not asking for enough maybe that's too much but i do like the idea and i think it is unique for crypto not the same sort of long range yeah. scouting like crypto but easier to use mm-hmm. um i love the ultimate too yeah you know once rampart comes in the game anything's possible <laughs> in terms of an ultimate pistol uh, or an ultimate like a weapon i was about to say the smart pistol like, this is great. Love it. What's interesting is a sniper character that doesn't have a passive that relates to snipers, like the Rampart yeah. LMGs. So that's kind of an interesting note. And then I also, like, the big question for me will come down to this ult is, what kind of scope options do I have? Am I stuck to a 4x10? Or can I change the scope at any point? Can I take a scope off, make it a one times? How fast the fire rate is it going to be? Can I use it endgame is essentially my question. Because a worry with a character yeah. like this is that, oh, snipers are really fun for war kind of going through the game, but nobody wants to carry a sniper into the late stages of competitive Apex. And by no means does every character need to build for, need to be built for end games and competitive Apex, but this is a, is a potential disadvantage of a character like this. 
Yeah. I mean, when you give somebody uh, an ultimate ability that's a sniper, damage becomes a big component of that. Mm-hmm. Like, is this going to be yeah. a Is it a Kraber? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or a triple take? You know, you don't really know. But this note on damage doubled for vantage on successful hits really gets me excited. Mm-hmm. Um, Means it's a two-shot, probably. Like, yeah, pretty much guarantees a two-shot yeah. no matter what the number is. And that's insane. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and, and that's why like can that. you carry it into late game successfully? Like yeah. and can and even just without the damage thing, your still teammates are getting the damage boost, which is a nice little yeah. buff, which is could be cool. So if you're able to keep it on a four times optic and they kind of force you into that four to eight, four, I bet if it's a two shot, you can you still can do bring it. that. Into mm-hmm. the late game. And that's pretty powerful. Cool. I agree. We got next Uplink, a defensive legend, a satellite survivor, uh, passive network communion, gain 25% of recovery effects used in signal range. Um, I'll just read the rest of that. We got shield satellite, the tactical release of satellite, which follows allies and regenerates their shields and revive. Sounds a little broken is what the data miner was saying. Uh, and then you got the Immortality Relay Beacon is the ultimate's name. You deploy a satellite beacon which prevents allies from being downed in it. What do you think about that one, Henry? You do not want this one. <laughs> Henry's like, thank goodness this is a leak because things are going to change. Because yeah. now characters can't die when you're using the ultimate. And if they do go down, you got a tech that revives them. And then also you're going to be able to, it looks like, heal in some way, shape, or form. Or recover if you're near this. <laughs> it's very, very powerful. Uh, very easy to abuse. You know, Revenant is almost boycotted out of the game. Yeah. You know, like people don't want to play Revenant. Um, this is this is insane. Yeah. You know, when you think about immortality, sure, early game situation, that's nice. Mm-hmm. You're holding on to a floor. People are ziplining on top of you. You're able to push them off. Oh, that's great. Middle or late game, this is not fair. Yeah. You're able to go in the end game, place down a circle, and be invincible, and your whole team—that's mm-hmm. insane. You know, like there's no way to fight against that. Even if you're saying anybody within this radius, you know, has this ability, then enemies can come inside of it. It gets a little messy, which isn't good. We want you know gameplay to be uh, understandable yeah. and transparent, but. Most of the time, if you're just putting this down in front of another team, you're just mowing them down and you're facing no opposition at all. That doesn't really sound very fun to me. Anything that allows players to live with making a mistake and have absolute forgiveness is a problem. And this would do that. But I will say, a satellite legend? Sweet animations, potentially. So that would be really freaking cool. Yeah, and you can have, sure, you can have immortality, but it has to have significant downsides. Like, you can't move, or you can't shoot, Mm -hmm. or you can't really do anything um, as a defensive ability that has zero offense. But you start doing something like that, and that's not very fun, because if I'm playing Uplink, Mm -hmm. and Shay's with me, and he's playing Bloodhound, and then I activate an ability that makes Shay invincible but not able to get his knock or finish his kill, he's mad at me, yeah. and I was just trying to help. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really tricky to balance that as a 
helpful ability. Tough line to lock. Let's talk about the week for potentially the next legend, actually. Newcastle, the defensive legend, mobile defender that actually has fortified as well. So for abilities, we got the passive of retrieve the wounded. You drag down teammates as they're being revived and protect them with the revive shield. You got a mobile shield as your tactical. You throw a controllable drone, which creates a moving energy shield. Then you got your castle wall as your ultimate. Leap and slam to a target ally or area and create a fortified stronghold. Basically, you jump to a location, slam the ground, and go full Fortnite in one direction, creating a barricade. It seems that he's going to be the next legend. He's the most finished out of all of them in terms of a model. What do you think about this? Because my son, my sense is power, like in this ability for or this kit, a hundred percent. And you're talking lifeline with movement, potentially, an OG lifeline with movement in terms of a revive. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm more. I, I really like that it's not just being able to move, like retrieve the wounded by moving people that are down and protecting them, mm-hmm. but you're actually reviving them while you're moving them. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think that's critical here to make it a powerful ability. I'm more lazy than on this tactical. Yes. You know, a cross between Rampart's wall in terms of its footprint, mm-hmm. it's a little larger, and then Gibraltar's absolute like dominant tactical ability. This allows you to not protect an area or block off an area but actually advance on enemies with immunity that's really really cool Mm -hmm. we've seen this like in the firing range uh with this leak seems pretty powerful Mm -hmm. you know it's not super wide um but it is tall you're gonna be able to get the whole team behind it. Mm-hmm. It it appears that you can move it and reposition it based off of where you're pointing, which is kind of interesting. That it's not just you're sending it in one direction and you better be coming behind this yeah. because the train's moving. It seems like you can kind of position it to go around corners or mm-hmm. move around obstacles. It seems like there's something there. Um, really cool ability. Artificial cover. With the tactical yes. and the ultimate, it's something that is very powerful in high-level Apex. Um, I'd be so interested to see how this character would compete with a Gibraltar, because that's kind of the first person I think of when we talk about a competitor. Uh, I, I think dragging a down teammate and reviving them at the same time is cool. Like you kind of said, dragging is awesome. I would hope that the revive actually takes longer. If you're able to move them and have a shield, I think, maybe to offset that kind of thing, but it would still be a cool call to make in combat. Um, But yeah, man, this ult, this uh, tactical would be so interesting to see in the game as we've been saying, how does Gibraltar get nerfed in comp? Maybe this does something, but still 360 cover. Ooh, 360 cover is hard to compete with. For real. Then we got Catalyst, another defensive legend, the Creative Builder. So for some abilities, we got the Reinforced Passive, the HP of Doors and Placeable Structures, such as Rampart's uh, Amped Cover, as well as their own in close vicinity, um, can be increased. You got Pharaoh Shot, the Tactical. On impact, you create a ramp of hardened Pharaoh Fluid. Uh, and then the Ult is Iron Tower, a column of ferro fluid under you that builds straight up. The videos of this one look really interesting. I look at it as like a horizon tactical that you build straight up to the top of. It's almost like making a sniper post uh, 
just out of nothing. And the ferro fluid looks really kind of dark matter venom me, which is interesting. Obviously, I don't think this is like final animation, but it's an interesting concept and got some Fortnite kind of style stuff coming into the game now. Yeah, it's very interesting. This idea of creating stuff in game, the creative builder. Yeah. I I don't know mm-hmm. how I feel about it because different maps have different doors and buildings, yeah. and I just wonder about a defensive legend that is fortifying an area around them, creating you know semi permanent objects. Mm-hmm. How good can that be, and how? fair can that be yeah. in terms of how long it takes to build it how strong it is mm-hmm. because we saw rampart come in and still is a very very unpopular legend but she came in a very weak state compared yeah. to where she is now i wonder what a legend like catalyst would look like at beginning and end yeah because it's hard his abilities right now deploy very fast in the build in the video at least and so yeah i mean anything that can take a bad spot in the map and create your own area really kind of an interesting concept but that's the legends before we get into the rest of the leaks though here's a quick word from our sponsors welcome back let's keep this rolling and dive into a new map it's called divided moon a map included in the leaked files resembles an orange and gray space city. It is not fully detailed as many of the buildings and structures appear as solid colored blocks without any shading, but it is already drawn and animated as a drawn and animated space and background. It's unclear what the location will what role the location will play in Apex Legends lore. Uh, some people from Reddit seems like say this seems like the maps has a monorail system similar to World's Edge and its train, but for a monorail or maybe like a gondola or something. Um, and then fans speculate that the new map will be located on Typhon. Uh, those familiar with Titanfall 2 would recognize Typhon as the planet for the game's primary setting in campaign mode. In the video kind of showcasing this map, we've seen POIs that are really cool. We've seen tall city-type buildings in the POIs, populated-looking areas, jump towers, a lot of greenery, and an absolutely ridiculously beautiful skybox that is by far my favorite skybox I've seen in Apex yet. Um, New map. We've talked a little bit about a moon map in a previous leak on public episode. What does this leak do in terms of outside of confirmation that maybe something is in the works? Uh, Another map and just an interesting style, maybe. This is nuts. I mean, I honestly, this is what makes this a massive leak because we've never seen something this complete in terms of a Battle Royale map this early. You know, we just got Stormpoint last season. We are not going to see another map for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Many, many seasons out. This is nuts. You know, I I really like the idea of doing a space-themed map. I think that it's definitely different than the idea of forest and water that we've kind of played around with in different ways. Olympus, that artificial version of kind of tropical paradise-y. Then we have Stormpoint with tropical paradise-y. Then we have uh, World's Edge, which is, you know, there is some nature there, but it's mostly urban and lava, and ice, (laughs) and then King's Canyon, which is trees and water. You know, going to the space really takes away that idea of any trees and life Mm -hmm. in many ways. It's it's really interesting to see, and like you said, it's crazy that it's so close to done, essentially, in a way. So, I mean, if we stay on our kind of cadence, it'd be season 15, 
release of uh, a new map. So seems like they're on track to make that. I like to see Jump Towers coming back. And yeah, I think uh, this could be something we talk about on a whole other episode or maybe on a Patreon discussion episode or something, what people maybe want to see out of this because new map, really interesting to see. And the mini map looks really cool as well. Uh, next leak. New arenas maps. There's five new arenas maps that were included in the leaks. Apparently, they're all directly based around Titanfall. The only map that is completely leaked is based on Ham and Robotics Factory, where most of Titanfall's Titan mechs come from. Is this not exactly what we were talking about on the Patreon episode recently and that you were dreaming for? Uh, crazy. Cool idea. I mean, yeah. we love Titanfall, so the fact that they're maybe taking arenas as an opportunity to pull Titanfall stuff and put it in that way would be a really awesome way to see things come into the game. I'm all about it. I'm definitely all about it. Yeah, what we were talking about on that, I guess we can't talk about that. Private discussion episode for patrons, but this idea of a Titanfall factory is definitely something that came up, uh, and I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a cool one. I 100% agree with you. Uh, so yeah, but arenas maps make some changes to arenas, and then I'll care a little bit more. I think that's where I'm at with this one. Uh, map updates. Stormpoint is going to be receiving a change up at some point in the near future. Uh, adding some new buildings to the map, a new POI underneath the mill, and Kings Canyon has also said to receive a few changes. With the biggest biggest being there's going to be Skulltown returning to the game. And it's the top of Cage being removed as well. Um, there's two iterations of Skulltown right now in the video files that we were able to see uh, coming from Thord and Smash. I mean, dude, Skulltown coming back. Would there be anything else that would hype up the community as much? Like, I, I truly think it'd be the single most hyped event we've had in Apex yet. And I'm curious to see how they're going to make it happen. Because it's not the same Skulltown returning. It's a different iteration of Skulltown returning. Like oh, you know, the syndicate decided to rebuild it or something. Like, mm. And I wonder how they'll kind of tell that story. It's so cool. I mean, my memories of Skulltown is going in, the carnage, yeah. more than half the lobby dying instantly. That's really exciting. But I think the coolest part of Skulltown is not really the buildings or even the uh, body uh, of the fallen Leviathan, mm -hmm. but... The skull itself, yeah. I think, is so fun to play on and such an awesome sniper post. And I just love remembering and watching gameplay of the amount of visibility that you had up there. Yeah. Um, that's such a cool POI. Love to see it back at some point. It would be great. Let's go into weapons. Um, we got leaks for a handful of weapons. I'm going to go through all of them, and then we can hit some of the highlight ones. There's some that aren't really. There's not much information, and there's two that we can kind of talk about. Uh, so we, starting with the Nemesis, the Nemesis is a burst fire energy gun and can fire full auto after filling some kind of either meter damage or number of you know round shots, something along those lines. This is the closest gun to done. It's the only one that has an in-game model already, and it looks freaking fantastic. Then you got the Scorpion C80, some type of bow. That's the ammo type it's taking. Uh, you got the Mailstorm, light ammo LMG, something we kind of had rumored for a while. You got the Fanatic, a new energy pistol with dual wielding capabilities. It's also probably the, after the uh, Nemesis, the next closest one to being done. And you got the Gemini, which is energy SMG. And there was also, it was reportedly spotted that there's a laser sight attachment for the R99 taking the place of the barrel stabilizer which would be really interesting to see because the R99 has great hip fire. How do you 
you know, increase that hip fire with a laser sight in some way, shape, or form. But let's touch on the Nemesis and the Fanatic as they're kind of the two most interesting concepts and the ones that are closest mm-hmm. to being done. You saw the video of the Nemesis. Uh, what do you think right now? Looked incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, very powerful. This is a four-round burst, um, which I think is really, really good. Yeah. I have my my love-hate with the Hemlock and Prowler, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but this idea of being able to go in full auto, I'm all about it. Yeah. You know, I love that. I think the gun looks great. Yeah, I think it used to be the Prowler being full, going full auto, and so we love that for that reason. And the Nemesis doing it in a new, unique way with damage would be a cool thing to do because it'd be like, oh, you you get hot, essentially. You hit a couple bursts, all of a sudden you're like, okay, it's time to go crazy, team. I'm going full auto. How long does it last? That's kind of like another mm-hmm. question. But I like this idea of amping a weapon without having to use or loot like items to shield cells, thermites, that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's just such a turnoff for so many people playing the game. Uh, so this would be a cool way to go around that. Akimbo, though, with the Fanatic. What do you think? Like, how do you think so, it would happen in the game also? Do you think you got to find two of them? Like, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, you know, weapons and other shooters that you you pull them apart, you put them back together. Yeah. Like, you can kind of use them in different ways. That isn't really what this sounds like. Um, but, I mean, we've been waiting for an akimbo, akimbo dual-wield weapon for a long, long time. There's also a lot of hype behind this. And I'm trying, I've always tried to be erring on the side of caution that dual wielding means no more ADS. You're going to sacrifice a massive amount of accuracy for damage. It's going to be really fun, but really close range. Turns a pistol into extreme close Mm -hmm. range. Mm -hmm. And even in that situation, you're still going to lose to a nicely placed two pump PK shot. Like, this is not like, oh, wow, we get double the power. We're now untouchable. No more aim I mean, is a problem. Think about it. Double the P2020. There's still going to be a lot of weapons that compete with that, even if it had really 100%. strong accuracy. But I still think, like you're saying, it's something cool, fun, anticipated that could come to the game, and that would be exciting to see. Do you Very have any much. thoughts on the laser sight before we move on? It's cool for sure, mm-hmm. uh, honestly. Um I think it's very interesting. If this is a hop up for for shotguns and SMGs, I think that's cool. If it's a new piece of you know loot in the barrel stabilizer area, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I think it's pretty neat. In this game, I don't feel like you'd absolutely need it. Yeah. We've gone a long time without it, so. I'm not really at the edge of my seat for it, but I do think it will look really cool. It'd be interesting to see like. What guns can you put it on? Is it anything that has a barrel stabilizer? And then you start to make some of these decisions between, is my R301 a close-range R301 or a long-range R301? And that would be kind of interesting to dive into. Um, Other stuff that was leaked. And honestly, there's stuff we missed. Completely up front with you guys, there's more that we didn't even talk about. Um, But in addition to everything that's going on, Respawn is supposed to release a new video related to Chapter 7 of the comic with emotes for Ash and Newcastle. And leakers note that this really does point to Newcastle as being one of the sooner legends coming to the game uh, from the list that we talked about earlier. He's in a lot of files and a lot of plans. Next, we got a new mode. Brand new Capture the Flag-like game mode is heading to Apex Legends in the future. Interesting capture flags and mud we've talked about repeatedly. Uh, any thoughts on that one? 
specifically. We've what talked the abilities in Apex. Yeah. It just seems really cool to have something like that. Yeah, totally. Then you got the firing range training mode is going to receive some updates and changes. You got weapon challenges reportedly being added along with an infinite ammo feature and user created challenges in the firing range. User created challenges in the firing range would be really cool and something that like a lot of games kind of have in some way shape or form that provides really cool content and gets an interesting mod type community rolling for a game which is something Apex doesn't really have and is a really strong portion of a lot of games that are quite successful. Agreed. Then we got some leaks coming from Shrugtoll. Flashpoint LTM is going to return to Olympus with the Unshackled event on April 19th. And we got Stormpoint map update teaser dates coming on April 13th, 15th, 17th, and 19th. And Season 13 Legend teaser dates April 7th through the 13th. That's all the leaks we're going to be talking about today. Dude, so much here. So much here, but here's something that comes to my mind. Less. Maybe still less than what is coming to mobile in terms of what we've talked about and some of the stuff they already have. Can we, are we going to be able to live with that? Are people going to be able to see, hey, here's the roadmap and mobile's already got so much of this stuff and more. Like, oh, tough. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we know so much now yeah. about what's on the future. It's a little bit disappointing. You know, we do lose a little bit of the surprise, yeah. but there's a lot of really fun stuff to look forward to. Weapons and legends, that's my bread and butter. Yep. You know, like I'm all about that. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree with you. Flashpoint potentially coming next month. Mm -hmm. That's another recycled LTM. Totally. You know, like mobile sounds like they're going to have all the new bells and whistles, all this new stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's wrap up the show though. I want one thing. What's the one thing from this leak that you are most looking forward to at this point? If, say, everything was going to come true in the way we kind of just ran through it today. Being somebody who, there are so many of the legends that I think are really cool. So cool. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't really know their timeline or likelihood, <laughs> but I am really excited about a lot of them. I have to say Newcastle, you know, all things considered. Yeah. That's a really mm -hmm. cool kit. Um, I was mm -hmm. always really confused about Rampart's ability to build, uh, you know, semi-permanent cover. Castle yeah. Walls and Ultimate definitely seems like that turned up to 11. And then the Tactical is something that could really shake up the meta, um, I think. Yeah, totally. First, I'm not going to say, oh, Newcastle, I look at that kit, I'm throwing Gibraltar out the door and I'm going to be a Newcastle mm -hmm. main. Honestly, I still think there's a lot of value in the dome versus something that mm -hmm. moves. But it's 360 is valuable. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. This is powerful. Yeah. What about you? Oh, man. Uh, the map, man. Map. The map. And because of two things. One, I was concerned we were not going to be on the same timeline with the map designers that we've kind of loved that have built the last few leaving. Yeah. And so it was very promising to see whether they worked on this or not. Not sure. Um, to see that there is progress made and the skybox looks incredible and going back to jump towers and all the kind of the fly around stuff i'm really excited to see what the new map team uh does because they could go any direction it's new voices in the room and that means anything's possible in terms of how they want to build the map and who they want to build it for um so that's what i'm truly looking forward to right now exciting times 
exciting times, but that's Leaks O Leaks. And thank you to our producer of the Third Party 10 who supports us over on Patreon. Subscribe on Apple Pods, drop a follow on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thanks so much for listening to the Third Party Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.